what up, Rob, man? It's Hoppy, goddammit. Uh, Twitter, let me back on the Twitter tweets after three years. Hopefully they let me stay on there. I, uh, I'm gonna behave. Uh, I'm back on YouTube too. I'm not doing no more horror shit, cause nobody's gonna let me in, right? I'm, I'm banned. Like, I mean, it's, it's pretty fucking clear I got banned hard, so I'm just gonna embrace being a loser and all this, uh, I, w- I had a good job there for a while. It was kind of like a hooter. Uh, you know, girls all dressed pretty and shit like that. And I was running a bar, uh, making over 50 grand and bonuses and stuff. I mean, it was cool. But you know, you know, I can only, I can behave so long. Uh, but the regional manager coming there, uh, tipping me off like, what was it, a week ago? About a week ago. And just, I mean, all day long, dog, just, just being a dick. And so uh, I was ready to quit. And I told one of the girls, I'm going to do something funny and quit. So. He come up behind me and like patted me on the back twice. Like, hey, you doing all right? You look like, uh, it looks like somebody killed your dog. So fucking, I filed sex of harassment on him. This dude got so goddamn scared he went running back to Tennessee. He was supposed to stay there another two days. Uh, but then that night, uh, that he left and all that and then got scared, uh, I just went home and, and sent dick pics to, to him, uh, the lady boss and then like three of the girls that was mean to me was like, suck on that. So, I mean, it, I was, I was a pretty funny way to clip myself, but. I'm broke. I'm driving a 30-year-old Honda now. I mean, I got a little savings, but not much. I mean, it's, it's broke compared to everybody I'm sitting around. But uh, I'm going to start doing videos of me getting turned down by all these girls because now I ain't nobody. Uh, it, it's been quite the change. I used to have pussy. Now I got no pussy. So I'm just going to make a pussy video of me getting turned down by all kinds of women. And, and y'all going to love it, man. I'm back. Uh, I'll holler at y'all soon. Peace out. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. to the beat coming at you with the funny random rambling talking about all the things that'll make that rain day sunny years hot and popping fireball dropping come get your laugh on yeah it's a concept you know he be rocking rock got the facts and all of the gossip it don't matter where you are or who you with you gotta tune right in bring your girl into your girl to bring your friends be robbie lid tune in in your crib and your whip at your job he got new shows every sunday what up everybody this your boy b rob and i am back with another edition of the random rounds with rob podcast first and foremost i'd like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts and if you're a first time listener i appreciate you oh so much for giving my show a try and if anybody recommended you to me go ahead and lean over and get that person a, a crisp high five That's only if you're in that general vicinity. Of course, if you're not there, take your social media app of choice and send them a well-crafted DM. Not one of those sneaky ones when you slide in there sideways and you're looking at them with that look like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Not those kind of DMs, but a a thank you DM (laughs) saying that, hey, thank you for recommending Rob's show to me. And speaking of social media, you can find the Random Realms with Rob on various platforms to be, let's uh, what I'm thinking about right now. I'm going to go with uh, facebook.com forward slash 3R show or just simply search the Random Realms with Rob. You can go to Instagram to where you can watch me walk the hollowed halls of Walmart by searching uh, Random Realms with Rob or using at the 3R show. Also on Twitter at 3R show and anything that I may have missed. You can find that on randomrob.com. Now, got some guests with me joining me on this edition of the show. Local H-Town podcasters. I met them on various occasions and locations and on freaking interactions through Instagram and Twitter and all those places and whatnot. And I finally got them narrowed down 
to where we can talk voice to voice and whatnot. So joining me on this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob is Ed and A.A. Ron <laughs> from <laughs> the State Your Take podcast. How you doing, gentlemen? Hey, man. Thanks for having us. What up? What up? What up? Yeah. Good times. Ed is always the enthusiastic one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The yeah. He's, he's, he's a sleepy boy. Yeah, this is some real, <laughs> <this> real shit. <laughs> what, oh, what's that damn movie? There's a, there's an actor. I I never can remember his name, but I remember his movies. Um, you ever seen The Collector? Yeah, the, the, I haven't seen it. That guy, the main guy in that um, movie. He he. Every show and movie I see him in, he looks exactly the same in the face. He always looked tired and sleepy. So every time I see him in the movie, I call him Sleepy Face Ass Boy. <laughs> now I gotta look it up to see who you're talking about. Uh, Please don't call me that. Yeah, I ain't gonna call you Sleepy Face Ass Boy. Yeah, I don't think I'm all that. Though. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know who you're talking about. Are you talking about uh, the black guy? No, not the black guy. Um, uh, not the bone collector. <laughs> no, okay. oh, just. Just the collector. The collector. Oh, he's also in the um. What what TV series I most recently seen him in? He oh, was Josh Stewart. Josh Stewart is that his name? Nah, is that how I look? That's not. Nice. <laughs> that I don't know. That don't that's because like that's, that's he he looks sleepy. He yeah, look he looks sleepy. He looks like he he's a looks a little droopy. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he um he missed a nap or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he looks like he went a little bit too hard on the waffles yeah. at the at the Waffle House. Another one, man. Yeah, that dude. Oh yeah, he's sleepy. He was out of there. Yeah, he's he's gone. Oh, sleepy face ass boy. <laughs> I think it's, that's a fair assessment, though. Yeah. I can't even argue that. He was a very sleepy face ass boy. You got to know what you are, man. Yeah. He was, um, well, that's yeah, he was in another movie called The Neighbor with um a, a female actor by the name of Alex Esso, who is um the mother in Dr. Sleep, if I'm correct. Um, oh, wow. I, I got to be on a podcast with him and my homeboy, with her. And my homeboy, uh, Sean, from the Horribly Awkward podcast. And I got to talk to her. And I told her the same thing I just told you about his face and the old sleepy face ass looking boy. <laughs> and she rather enjoyed that. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's very on brand for him. Like, if he is sleepy. That's his, that's his thing. And like, he was in a movie called, what was it, The Big Sleep? No, well, the, the lady was in the movie. Doctor. The oh, the lady was. Oh, so he's like six degrees. He's like a Kevin Bacon kind of yeah. sleepy guy. Yeah. So everything that he does is connected to to nap time and being a sleepy face ass boy and being a sleepy face ass boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he probably like started his career doing commercials for the Snuggie. Yeah. Or like that My Pillow or Unison. What is that? <laughs> Unison. Sleepy. I think sleepy pills. Oh, that what is? Yeah, Unison. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to a freaking. I mean, they have. They have I didn't. I don't. I don't know the the, the technical name for Did it. Did you know Unison was? Um, Rob. Say, Just so I'm not. Say what now? Do I know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, that's the sleepy time meds. See. Well, okay. I know it. I know it as sleepy time. Okay. Or sleeping pills. I don't know it as Unison. Unison. That doesn't even that doesn't even sound like a word. I think you just made that up. I don't believe you. Man, yeah, you know I'm just said you just you heard it. saying. Like, what are you? Well, that's because you just told him. Up. That's what you just told him. You just told right, him what so it was. We're, we're, we're both in yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. You. yeah right. you are. Yeah. Right. Whole world's against me. Aaron well, versus everybody. I know. I, I DM'd well, Ed earlier before we yeah. got on with y'all, and we we orchestrated <laughs> this whole thing. We're gonna yeah. make him look like a real dumbass. You ready? Yeah. Unison. We're gonna bring up sleepy face ass boy. Did you know that the the guy that invented the my pillow is like a reformed crackhead 
and he, uh, says, so, and he says so on his uh, on his account, on his tw- uh, Twitter account. I mean, I think the yeah. thing is that people people are forum crackheads. They let like, you know. I, I I know this because I remember I had um, a class at TSU. Um, I had I had a, I had a night class. Yeah, it was a history class, and we were introducing ourselves. And I think one lady got up and she said, "Hi, my name is such and such. I I I did crack thirty years ago, and I've been sober ever since." And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, that was the first thing she said. That was the second she said that we knew about her. She said her name, and that she stopped doing crack. So I feel like people are very proud of that. You should be proud of that. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. Yes. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, like, I'll let you have it. I'm not going to, like, g- get on you for bragging about quitting crack. Sounds like a very hard thing to do. Yeah, no, you should definitely be proud of you. Quit and, crack. And, that, and that's another thing about um, addiction and recovery, I believe. You have to own up to it. And, you know, if you say it out loud, you know, it's making you accountable for you know your thing and it's making other people around you aware of the thing so they kind of hold you accountable as well because they know about it oh yeah definitely yeah absolutely man. so if I, so if i'm walking down bisonette or something and i see you on the shady corner i'm like hey put that crack down yeah <laughs> what you doing with that crack <laughs> oh sleepy hey, face ass boy <laughs> hey man what you doing with that crack put that crack down man Speaking of Beast and Ed, uh, shout out to the street walkers on Beast and Ed. Hey, I, you know what? Okay. I didn't, I didn't think that I've was real. In, I didn't think that was I've real. I've lived in this city for like, uh, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I've tra- traveled down Beast and Ed mm-hmm. quite often. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see a single. What time did you go? Woman of the night. It's been dark outside. No, what time did you go? I don't know. Like, it hasn't been like too late I don't know, it's been like got, you know it's been dark outside maybe yeah, like time is important yeah all right what part of what time, as well what time do they come out of hibernation midnight if you go out, if you go out after midnight if you get on business after midnight i promise you'll see you'll, you'll see a couple really i promise you I don't know. It, it depends on the, the side of Beeson that you go on too, as well. Because I know where I was, I was around the uh, the Social Security Court. So I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they was around that way. Because the people, it's, the employees in the building was pointing them out to me. So I was like, yeah, this is the place. <laughs> yeah, if you go, or if you go to Beeson in between the Beltway and 59. Yeah, yeah, the South Side. Yeah, like I know because there are a lot of there are a lot of money, like like Jerryan halls there that we have parties at. Mm-hmm. They will go. We will have like these like I don't know parties that like just Nigerian parties. You come out and you see just like hookers. Yeah, on, on the streets. So. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, man, yeah. Somebody, I, for, I forgot who it was, but they were telling me um, their homeboy got uh, duped um, by a girl on Bisonette or whatever. He was Nigerian, so <laughs> yeah, there's some correlation there. Maybe Ed <laughs> knows him. He got duped. How did he get duped? Like you know, oh, I love her type deal you know uh yeah that's his fault yeah that's all him man do you know him? I, I might i don't know how I that. I, <laughs> what's his name rob tell him his name I, name names I, I can't i can't state my take on that <laughs> yeah, I, can put him out of I, I probably do if, if i don't know him i know someone that knows him because mm. it's like maybe like three degree separation between every nigerian and houston yeah, yeah. I, I learned that pretty pretty early on too i dated a nigerian girl for a little while and I was amazed at how many people she knew just by not even name, but just like, oh yeah, so and so by association. I yeah, I know their brother, or I know their sister, yeah. or aunt, or cousin, whatever. We all know each other. Yeah. And is, is it all correlating to them being Nigerian that you know they know the the select group of people? <laughs> well, the thing the thing is is like when um, my parents came over here, it's like they don't 
I mean, they're we're all brand they're all brand new here, so it's like they got to stick together. Yeah, and they gotta help each other out. So through that, through that, they know each other, and then more people come over. And then you have someone to talk to, so they talk to the people that are already here, and so on and so forth. You go on like that. And it's just it's built that way. I've never met a bored Nigerian. A bored? <laughs> yeah, like Nigerians are never bored. What do you like, mean? You guys always have something to do. You have all. You always have somewhere to go. You always have people to hang out with. Yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, we stay busy for yeah. the most part because it's like you just. I don't know. It's like I, like I always hear my mom in, in my head like saying you're being lazy or something like that. You just act like you're nothing. Like I can hear my mom saying so you're, you're just being lazy, and it's just in there. And I can't get rid of it. <laughs> It's a, it's a gift and a curse, man. It is. Oh, so so instead of calling you a sleepy face ass boy, we can call you a lazy ass face boy or something. I mean, my mom will call me that. She saw me just like hanging around, sitting, watching TV or something like that. And she won't use those words, but like she probably call me like a disgrace or something. Whoa, that's way more offensive. Yeah, no, that's like, way worse. Nigerian parents are no Nigerian parents will they like their words cut deep. Yeah, because they <laughs> okay. use proper English, unlike ourselves. Yeah. They use the King's English, they'll pronounce every word, and they'll just letting you know that you're a disgrace. You're a disappointment. That's like getting stabbed with a knife covered in rubbing alcohol. Like you're an enemy of progress, yeah. that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, though. Enemy of progress. They'll cut you deep. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you, you talk about it, your family and everything like that, but how did you two form this uh, podcast family here? Um. Okay, well, I guess, what is our origin story? Because we met, at, I think, probably at a party. I think your origin story even goes back before this podcast. I think you should go back to your first podcast. Oh, yeah. But yeah. even before that, so yeah. like, how did we meet? Uh, we met through Rick. Yeah, we met through, we yeah, met through we a met mutual through friend. Like, we met through Rick. We all met, yeah. Like, it's a, he's kind of like the, the, tie, the tie that binds mm-hmm. a lot of people. You and me, for sure. Um, yeah. I met Rick through Mike. Venice, uh, Stante. Yeah. Um, and I guess at some point there was a party mm-hmm. where they used to have uh, parties at this house that I lived fairly close to, like right around the corner. Yeah. And I don't even know, like, if I formally introduced myself to you or if we were just like hanging out. We thought, we always like, like, none of us really just like, hi, I'm such, such, such. Yeah. Like, yeah. None of us ever did that. We just never did all that. just. That's not how guys interact. No. Like when guys meet each other for the first time, it's always like, what's up? We probably met laughing at the same thing. Probably. Yeah. And then I remember specifically you took the picture of Chad after he lost that. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a friend named Chad. He makes bad bets and he got beat. And then Ed took a picture of Chad with his hands in his face. Yes. And it was. It was like it was doing everyone T-bowing. Yeah, and I called it comboing because like the way he lost that bet was just like so perfect. And it was a last minute thing, and it kind of went viral among our circle of friends. Yeah, and that's kind of how like I was like, oh, Ed's funny. Yeah, word. Um, and then I started a podcast on my own called Couch Crashers, mm-hmm. and I used it as sort of like a a keepsake because I wanted to be able to go back and listen to the funny stories that my friends tell. Like yeah, when I'm old and gray and be like, oh, that was great times. Yeah. Um, and Ed was on one of the episodes with our other bo- our buddy, uh, Young Corona. Which never aired. It never aired because the audio was fucked up. Yeah, it's really funny. But we took, we had a really great conversation. We talked a lot about like A-Leaf, yeah. growing up at A-Leaf and like the athletes that came from that area. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, 
And then Ed decided one day he was going to start, start a podcast or like you mentioned that you wanted to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, well, I can kind of like, yeah, makeshift produce it for you. You're way better at this audio stuff than I am. Well, I mean, I just had more experience. I don't say I'm good at it. I mean, you're better than me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah so, it sounds like Ed just brings the voice. And you Ed brings this. the ideas and yeah. the balance mm-hmm. to what we do. Work. Right. Okay. If, if it were just me, it would it would have gone off the rails a long time ago. But Ed brings a certain level of um, uh, what's the word I want to look for? Levity, levity, maturity, um, finance. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. So we started we started doing uh, the podcast um, last. October, like the October before last. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, uh, right around the um, H-Town Podcast. Right around the very first H-Town Podcast. Yeah. The, the time that we went there, we had only had like three episodes up. Like we didn't have anything. We didn't have yep. a Twitter account. We didn't have an Instagram account. Yeah. Because I, 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 I asked you and I was like, y'all on Twitter? And he's like, nah, man. I was like, man, you need to make you a motherfucking <laughs> like, account. Think about it. I was like, we need a Twitter account? We need an Instagram account? We need stickers? Shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But if we followed your, uh, you know, your your rules of merch, like we would have windbreakers and hats and uh, yeah, man. baby bottles and like, you are a merch king, Rob. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one thing to produce and um, man- to manufacture. The, the main key in the merch game is selling. <laughs> and that's a lot of that is not going on. So, <laughs> well, well, at least you got the options for people. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that's that's the thing for me is like, is there as an option? And that, that's the way I look at everything. I look at the Patreon. I look at the merch and um, whatever else I do for like uh, for profit or whatever. It's just it's an option out there because regardless if none of that sells or if no one contributes, I'm going to still do this show. You know, it's just a, a means. I, I believe any podcast would want the show to be able to take care of its own self, its own bills that it generates and whatnot. So if I can cover my hosting fees for the month and, you know, just whatever ins and outs that I have to take care of for the podcast, I mean, I'm content with that. Anything sure. beyond that is a, is a bonus, is a blessing, it's extra, and I, I appreciate it. And I got to say, too, another shout out to you. You were the first person to put us on to how to get sponsors. So yeah. very early on, like without even really any sort of, you know, you know, like no like genetic or not genetic. What is it? Tit for tat. What is the Man, fucking that's, word? That's, for tit that's for tat funny, that's funny that you use that phrase in the je ne sais quoi or whatever. When you was talking earlier about what Ed brings to the show, I was thinking that in my head and I was going to say, yeah, it, but now nah, here it is. That's what it is. That's how my brain works. Like my brain works sort of like, you know, uh, not the same time as my mouth. So like my brain is probably like four or five minutes behind my mouth. So the stuff that I'm thinking right now, I should have said a long time ago. But um, see, Ed kind of yeah, brings no. it up to front for you, too. He's like, I should have said and here you go in the background a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's exactly how the dynamic works. But no, like you, you, you forward us the, the information to get some so sponsorships it didn't work out because you know yeah. we had like four people listening but it was still very much appreciated that Absolutely. you did that for us that's what no that's like like stop shitting on taco bell and yeah we tried to do fake ad reads and I we was, kept shitting on taco bell and I I shat, like, no, it, was, it wasn't just taco bell it was, i said i shot on taco bell eugenics eugenics that was a good one uh, uh hey man all uh, you had to do is send a text and you'd be all right <laughs> huh all you had to do is oh, send yeah. a text <laughs> 
That guy, yeah. yeah, like he has like, 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 why does he have like horse teeth now? Send like Frank hard. Thomas. Oh, Frank Thomas. It's because Frank, I mean, he got veneers, man. He's on TV now. I mean, but yeah, I just realized they all have to get the same, ven- same veneers. It reminds me of that, like that. Um, there was like a, a commercial for like dog biscuits, and they have like a fake ad before it's called Doggy Dentures, and mm-hmm. have like a dog with like teeth. Yeah. And it was like, all, they all look like the other veneers like that. Dude, that's what I want, man. I can't wait till I get money. I'm going to get some fucking <laughs> Denzel Washington in the Pelican Brief chompers. You know what I'm talking about? Like the big white piano keys, just <laughs> nah, nah, nah. like you're going to be able to see my smile from yeah, I'm tr- the I'm, I'm, International I'm gonna, I'm Space gonna that Station. Shit too, you know, that, that, that's all. Be like Cardi B said, I'm going to get a bag and fix my teeth. <laughs> Exactly, dude. Just that too. Yeah, good for her. Mm-hmm. Great for her. Old Cardi Can't B see. talking about how she used to be in a strip club and uh, freaking drugging people and stealing their money. Nothing happened to her. Then she would go on to make a movie called Hustles with J Lo, to where she's drugging people and stealing their money. Yeah, she was a consultant. <laughs> yeah, man, she was a, she, she was a consultant. She was she was she brought the uh, she brought the she realism to the legitimacy <laughs> to the to the hustle. Did you guys see the video from the stripper bowl from uh, last weekend? Is a stripper wait? What? You talking about? There's a stripper pole cam? No, I'm talking about the stripper bowl. Oh, the second year that has happened where they have strippers that fly out to wherever the Super Bowl is, and they and they have a stripper bowl. They they (laughs) QC the record label that uh, signed you know the Migos and Young Lil Yachty and all those people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They have a they have a giant party where strippers come and then they throw people throw money at them and apparently what happened was all the strippers that were there left with not a lot of money less than a thousand dollars and when you see the footage you see a lot of money on the floor and it is calculated is rumored that there was about a million dollars yeah yeah dollars on the floor so there's a huge discrepancy there and there was a lot of discussion about House fees, which I yeah. do not know of. Exactly. About, about, so, uh, I mean, we, we can break that down right now. So, basically, all right, there's going to be fees for the event, the venue, you know, the the freaking equipment that they trucked in there to, you know, the lights, the sound. If they had anybody performing besides the strip pole uh, freaking people, you know, um, <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure they wanted this to be a good turnout. So, they probably flew in some of these girls and whatnot so those fees got to come off the top oh rob oh rob i have to i have to i have to disagree with you oh no all all of these girls flew themselves out and they all and they all bought apparently they all bought one-way tickets they didn't didn't get they didn't get they didn't get food out they didn't get flued out damn here's what here here was the part two sound like fire fest (laughs) it does sound a lot like fighter fest uh or fire fest um there was another video of a lot of girls just kind of like stranded in the airport because they only bought a one-way ticket and they didn't have enough money to fly back home. Damn, stranded shippers. They got fucked. But they also kind of agreed to it. And this is the second year in a row that the same thing has happened uh-huh. where the house takes 70, 80% of all the money that was made. Damn. So next year where the Super Bowl is, I think the Super, next year's Super Bowl is in Los Angeles uh-huh. at the new... Uh, stadium that's going to be built out there. For the Raiders. Be before, before yeah. warned, ladies. Before you fly out there, buy a buy a round trip ticket, yeah. and uh, you know, don't sign any contracts that you don't thoroughly read. I mean, hopefully, like it wasn't just the Super Bowl they went out there for. Hopefully, they probably went out there to. I mean, you're in the Super Bowl, too, and you're and you're and you're an attractive lady, so I'm sure you can probably like find a guy. I mean, find a wealthy person. You're, comp- you're competing with a lot. 
I mean, but There's yeah, a but lot you, of competition. But out you there. can compete though. Like you can definitely be be in the game. I'm just saying. I mean, That's yeah, like like, I'm, not, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this makes it right. It's still it's hella fucked up. It's basically a fire fest for shippers, for the most part. I mean, but uh, I would hope that at least you can do that. Like if because I I'll see someone still going just to try and say like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go to this shirt bowl thing, and then while I'm there, I'm gonna probably go to some other parties, try to meet some dude. Or whatever, you know. You got to spread your wings and fly. Yeah, just finesse it. Like you know, let's blaze finesse. Yeah. Don't put all your eggs in one basket for this one. There you <laughs> go. Right. Like have, yeah, diversify. Don't put all your clear heels in one bag, <laughs> in one Birkin bag. All right. <laughs> spread it around. <laughs> oh man, that's, yeah. that's gonna be. Did hard. you uh? Did you watch the Super Bowl, Rob? I kinda. Yeah, I wasn't really too invested because none of my team. My team, well, I can't say none of my teams, but my team wasn't in it. So Who's your team? Saints. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're from Louisiana, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Saw that. I saw that. I think I saw a pass of that, like the halftime show, then after that. I saw the second half of it. I didn't even watch the halftime show, dude. Oh, uh, I I but I certainly saw the fallout from the halftime show. Yeah, you talking about the... <laughs> I saw that. I saw that meme. And I, I, saw, I didn't actually see anyone complain about the halftime show. I just saw a lot of people responding to complaints about the halftime show. Yeah. And to which I'll say this. I did not personally see any complaints. No. But if you saw complaints about the halftime show performance, I'll say probably need to get some better friends. That's all I'm saying. Just clean out your clean out your timeline. Yeah. It's yeah. cause it wasn't even honestly it wasn't even worth like complaining about. I mean because was it a lot of ass shaking? I mean, so it was, it was that, that was like that one that, that one thing that one meme you saw. That was it. Like that's all that shaking that was going on. That yeah. was it. Like because you saw the scene where Shakira and, and J Lo. Yeah, yeah, that was that was it. That was it. See, I mean, they they look great. Shakira can dance. Yeah, but honestly, like if you're best with that halftime show, if you have it on mute. Not saying they, not saying that they sounded bad, but it was just like there was no new music there. It was just all stuff. It sounded like listening to one hundred four KRB in the nineties. It was like that because it's like all the songs you heard before. You know what I mean? So I thought it looked great, yeah. but I mean the music was just shit you heard before. Yeah. It was the greatest hits. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, it wasn't for anyone to. I didn't think it was for anyone to even complain about. No, I thought it was like another lackluster halftime show. Yeah, what, 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 in your opinion, that you can recall, what, what was the best halftime show for you all? In the past, Prince, yeah, oh. Prince Michael Jackson, yeah, Prince, that, yeah, Prince is up there, Michael yeah, Jackson's up there, yeah, just hand Jackson, on Mars. Yes, Bruno, Bruno Mars, uh, Prince, Prince is all, any anytime somebody talk about the halftime show, I think about the Prince performance. Wait, are you talking about Bruno Mars with Beyonce? Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. that was a really good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Prince. I mean, like playing yeah. Purple Rain in the rain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come yeah. on, dude. <laughs> his hair wrapped. Had his hair wrapped. <laughs> Miz was just out there. Like um, Katy Perry with Missy Elliott sold the show. Katy Perry with Missy Elliott. That was the, that was uh, okay. the dancing shark, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because like we, I was funny because I remember watching that and just like Missy just came and I was like, who else was here again? Mm-hmm. I liked Lady Gaga from a few years ago when it was Where she here. jumped off the roof. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a great meme. But yeah. what was cool about it was the drones in the sky. Like, yeah. they made all those stars. And I was like, how the fuck did they do that? And they were like, oh, it's drones. I was like, drones? This is back when drones were still kind of like eh. not as ubiquitous as they are now. And then Spider-Man from home, it was like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They totally took that idea and flipped it. Like, 
Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what we can do with these drones? We can make illusions. Yeah. <laughs> we can make millions. Thank but, you, you know, Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'd say top three is Prince, in no particular order. Prince, yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to stop, stop mounting however you want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your taste, I guess. Yeah. And I think an uh, honorable mention was the um, the one back in the day where um, they had, who was that? Um, Run DMC and all them and Nelly and all them that popped up there and he did this. Uh, that was kind of cool. I don't remember that one. The Country Grandma Walk This Way remix. <laughs> and the thing was, was like, another thing was, was like the, the Timberlake. Jan Jackson wasn't a, it wasn't a bad halftime show. Yeah, no, it was just a titty. It wasn't the bad. I mean, <laughs> and that was here too, dude. I remember going to like, all right. So MTV was here for the Super Bowl that year, mm-hmm. and they did like the rock and jock footballs thing. So they needed you know audience members, and so I went and I did a couple of seat filling things for them. And I remember um, I went to the rock and jock, and they had an interview with Janet Jackson. And I remember in the interview, she was like, yeah, you're going to see something you've never seen before. And I was like, all right, sweet. <laughs> I didn't know she was talking about her nips. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, nip. Uh, huh. Thank you. Not plural. <laughs> that was, And that was like before social media. Like that was before really like the Internet was, you know, as connected as it is now. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it and then. Didn't think that. I think it, it might have been my cousin or my aunt. We were, we were watching it and she was like, did she just. Like, did that just happen? And yeah. I was like, yeah, I think so. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Like, there was nothing else there. Because it wasn't really like a titty, right? It was like a t- paste to you. So no, no, it was a titty. It was, it was, it it was, was a titty, titty, but she had like it pierced. Yeah, it was. A, oh, I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a pasty. Though. Yeah, that was, no, a nipple, had, that was a nipple ring that went around the around and yeah. through the nipple. Oh, sorry. yeah. That was what she was talking about. It wasn't the nipple that she was talking about. I've never seen anything about before. It was a titty ring that went around the nipple. I never seen no shit like that before in my oh, life. Uh, I still uh, have it. Still have it to this day. Uh, to this day. Till this I'm, day. Did <laughs> shit like that. Wow. Yep. Okay. But yeah, I guess I guess at some point they got a lot of phone calls about this yeah. insta titty that they saw on the internet on and, the, and uh, that the was show. that was the turning point. That was the catalyst, man, for like Can we say titty on here? I'm sorry. I didn't even realize if we could say that. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> if I can say sleepy face ass boy and motherfucker bitch yeah, ass that, titty. That did happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh and they still haven't invited her back. She still hasn't been able to I don't think she cares. Make, She's she uh, booed up with a sultan somewhere that's a trillionaire, so I don't think she give a fuck. I think it's just I think it's just a karma to apologize. Because I mean Justin Tibble came back. He pulled he uh, he revealed the titty. Yeah, Justin Timberlake definitely was able to skate off of that. Yeah, he, yeah they had to have him come back. Yeah. So that's not cool. I remember R. Kelly coming out the side of his face and saying that he would never work with Justin Timberlake after pulling a stunt like that. And um, like looking back on it now, you're just like, you got some fucking nerve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can look back at R. Kelly's entire career and so say he had some fucking nerve. You got some the, fucking the nerve. Most, uh, other than what's currently going on with him and the allegations in the past, the most egregious thing I have ever seen R. Kelly do do was um when he sung uh was that uh the national anthem for the boxing match but he did it to the cadence of the step in the name of love oh i saw that <laughs> that was the most egregious oh, thing r that. kelly ever did he assaulted we my ears and my eyes 
Because not only did he do it into the cadence of Step in the Name of Love, he had motherfuckers dancing while he was singing. <laughs> I was like, no. I think that I'm pretty sure that like when they made the documentary, they were either like, we can call Surviving R. Kelly or you had some fucking nerve. Yeah. Like it was one of those two things. Yeah, you <laughs> had some fucking Cole, nerve, You R. had Kelly. some fucking nerve, bro. <laughs> For real. Like, yeah. Everybody tries to do the Marvin Gaye, uh, Jimi Hendrix national anthem rendition, and it just never works. It never really worked. Remember Fergie when she tried to do it? Oh. And her mom oh was like, what are you God. doing? Yeah. It just doesn't It just doesn't go. Just do the anthem the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah. I mean, but going back to, like, our Kelly, like, he wore a mask. Yeah. He was a supervillain. Mm-hmm. I still stick by that. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. He wore a mask after what I think that was after he got acquitted of the other shit. Yeah. And he called himself the Pied Piper. Yeah. Yeah, so. he had a whole name and everything. You know. Pied Piper. Yeah. You know. He was super real. And, and for cool those name. of you who don't know the the uh, you know the tale of the Pied Piper, he I definitely know it. He didn't yeah, get pa- ahead, he didn't get paid for his services, so he uh played a melody and looted all the kids out of the town and <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Which is fucking dumb as hell. Like, think about if you're a kid and you hear a, a, a guy playing a flute and you're like, oh, wow, I can't even, I can't even control myself. I gotta, I gotta follow that man. Like, like you, 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 like, good. You know what? Good. Because you don't have any self-control. And I don't need a child growing up to being a, an adult that can't control themselves in that manner. Me, me as a kid, me as, me as, me as a child, hey, cut, cut that shit out. Yeah. Shut up! <laughs> so, so I watch cartoons over here. So, do any of you have children? No, I don't. Exactly, because that, that's that's where this is coming from. <laughs> I mean, that's just me as a child. Though. What gave it away? That's me as a child. Though. Like, I, I, I don't know if I'd be like, I was way what? too. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I know as a child, the only tune that could carry me away from my, my parents' gaze was the motherfucking ice cream truck. <laughs> Oh yeah, or the X Men theme song. Yo, yo, all right. You know what, Rob? You just put things in perspective. <laughs> you have a point. If that Pied Piper was playing a tune to that sounded like uh, the ice cream truck, I might have. Mm. But if, but, but you, you better up, be selling ice cream. Yeah, I'm saying if you had no ice cream, I was like, what the fuck was this? You shit? better be selling some fucking Choco Tacos. Yeah. Stop playing with my emotions. Yeah, dude. I see, but that's the thing, though. I mean, you can only have to go so far because you know kids will chase that truck. And once they get oh, yeah. to the end, they'd be, let me get another buddy. I mean, so that probably was the deploy tactic. You know, you played this little do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And the kids followed along. They was chasing around, following the the tunes and shit. It's like, what a mother guy ice cream truck. And he come with the pipe and boom, boom, boom. You know, whack-a-mole yep. and took them all away. <laughs> That's a good point, man. I feel, like if, I feel like there's like 18 angry kids, though. If I could take them. Yeah. How many, how many kids do you think you could fight? Uh, like, do you think you can fight 35 year olds? Fuck no. no. I'm, I'm going down. You are? Uh, yeah, at 35 year olds? Uh, 20. 25 year olds. Do you think you can take on 25 year olds? Um, no. They're five, dude. They're not even like, they can't even operate as a, as a singular unit. You'd be fighting them one on one. Like, you could literally pick one up and throw one at. A group of another one. They, they, it depends on how much these five-year-olds are, though. Because I've, 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 I've met some nasty five-year-olds. The, the thing that you're going to run into, the problem, is endurance. That's what I'm saying. Because they're going to outlast you. That's what I'm saying. But if you hurt them, 
Like if you really like hurt their soul and it should be like, Grah! like if you really hulk out on them, they'll be afraid. They won't attack. No, I've missed some, I guess I've missed some, I guess I've missed some nasty five year olds. I don't know. I think I some can, really nasty five year olds. I think uh, I can take 35 year olds. You ever seen that movie Cooties? No. Uh-huh. Oh, so, sounds amazing though. Yeah, there's a, a movie called Cooties that got Elijah Wood in it, I believe, and um, uh, uh, elementary school or some shit get infected with this um disease, and it pretty much turned all the kids into zombies. So this is what you. Oh. So yeah, all the kids good. is attacking motherfuckers and shit. So these rabid ass kids and shit. If that if sounds like kindergarten now. Yeah, if they're zombies, I'm not doing it because. You know, they, they kids like to bite anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, just like imagine kids after they have birthday cake at a party. Like, think about those five year olds. Think yeah. about have you ever been at like a, a kid a child's party where they like oh, just yeah, running no. around? Yeah. Like, think I about st- think about that. I still think I could do it. Like Dude, if they're that's... if they're running at me, I'm just I'm kicking them all in the chest. Just just all in there, one one. like yeah. screaming, like just this is just like crazy. I'm knocking, I'm knocking all the air out. So you doing? The, <laughs> so you doing the Ken and Ryu spin kick and shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm running right through him. Just, just, just a whirl. I'm a whirling dervish of violence. <laughs> Sand man, man, that, that's a t-shirt right there. Whirling, dervish. whirling dervish of violence. <laughs> yeah, let me write that down. <laughs> that's a good wrestling <laughs> shirt too. Yeah, it's gonna be you. It's just, it's just be you, like in the um. And the hurricane kicks pants, and you just like kicks flying. Look, little Tyler's flying around. See, if we got any artists out there listening to this, we we need this this mocked up. We need the drawing of this. Yeah, just Aaron and. Uh, I literally, I'm literally gonna see if I can get that uh, shirt commission. Hurricane kick. And yeah, you in the background just kind of got your hands on your uh, on your face like Home Alone and shit, like while all the kids are flying around. <laughs> it's horrified. I'm just, I'm just looking at a kid fly away. <laughs> it's like, oh man, like they kick us some distance. Yeah, oh man. But like, um, Ed, you recently had some life changes arise. Am I correct? I think change of yeah, uh, job and everything or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I had to like I had to leave my last job um, just because it just wasn't like it was it just was a bad fit. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like one of those things like if what's more what's more important your check or your sanity yeah and I chose sanity and it's one of those, it was one of those adult moments too because it's like when you're when you're a kid and you do the right thing like it, you get the right reward mm-hmm. but as an adult sometimes you make the right decision and sometimes like the reward is just not as great so like and I, I feel like I feel like I made the right decision but the reward is that you don't have a paycheck yeah. So, work. Yeah. So, uh, but you have your sanity. Yeah, I do have that. Work. Yeah, your conscience. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, have you ever experienced any similar uh, situations yourself? A. A. Ryan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've I've quit plenty of jobs because they were driving me nuts. Yeah. You know, they didn't have the and sufficient been, uh, gym equipment for you and shit. Yeah. No. Like I've I've <laughs> I've quit. Or I've gotten, like, the only job that I really was upset about getting let go from was when I was working for Samsung, because that was a really great gig, mm-hmm. and I really liked my coworkers, and I really liked what I did, um, but it just wasn't, like, it wasn't, that wasn't, like, a, a long-term gig. I didn't know that at the time, and I don't think they even knew it at the time, Yeah. but... Um, yeah, I've worked in like shitty restaurants, like shitty bars and for shitty managers and for, you know, just shitty people that 
really had no business being in the management position. And so like when you deal with people that talk to you any kind of way, yeah. just because they can on a regular basis, on a daily basis, it will cause you to, um, yeah, yeah. act out, you know, yeah, act out or just like second guess yourself or, you know, any, any number of things that, that can lead to self-destruction. So yeah, if you work at a shitty job, just, just quit. Yeah. Find a different one. Like, there's plenty of opportunities. Like, there's so many jobs nowadays that weren't around no, that. 20 years. Dude, <laughs> you can make a no, dude. You can make a job on. You can have a job doing YouTube. Yeah, you can. That wasn't a job when I was a kid. Well, yeah, you can. But I mean, you could be a skateboarder. You, well, I mean, yeah, like, you could just do it. Like, I mean, no, yeah. I'm just saying though. Like, if you like, if you start young enough, or if you get good enough, like, you can find a way to make money doing something that you're road, really good. Though. That's the yeah, thing. There's yeah. a road. Not for you and me. Work done. It's no, over. For no, I'm saying we are washed. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like generally speaking, there are more opportunities for kids to make money these days than yeah. there were 20 years ago. Well, yeah, that I agree with. But I'm saying, like, it's just there's a road there too. That's yeah. what I'm talking to. I'm talking to the children. Yeah. All right. I'm sure. talking to the kids that listen to random ramblings with Rob. Hopefully, hey, with kids, the consent. Follow of, your dreams. Yeah. Hopefully, with consent of your parents. <laughs> with consent of your parents. But even if your parents say no, do it anyway. Do right. it anyway and collect. And when gets when they see that first check. When they see that first $7,000 check coming in the mail from you sitting in your bedroom and opening up packages and talking to a camera, they'll understand. They'll get it. Mm-hmm. They'll just be like, wow, I didn't understand it before, but I understand $7,000. Yeah. And tell I understand me. opening up a savings account. Yeah. I understand being able to set up a 401k. Yeah. There, and, there's a road, though. And, and, and tell them it was all thanks to State You're Taking uh, Random Realms with Rob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell them I fathered your whole style. Yeah. And break me off seven percent. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> oh, you you went a little high. I was going to say at least three. I mean, I just said no. some words and you clung to it. But <laughs> I want seven. I want seven because seven starts with S, and so does state your take. Ah, I see it there. Yeah, yeah. you get a hand clap on that. One. I really need some more sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only ones I got. I got the horn, the surprise motherfucker. I got my my naughty time music. We got this one. That's all we got right now. Yeah, that's, that's all we can use. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It'll come in time oh, wait, though. You, we got this one too. That's Kawhi Leonard. That's uh, a great one. Yeah. Yeah. It was way back there. I didn't hear it, but okay, I will take your word for it. <laughs> all right. Well, just 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 don't know that it was there. Yes. I'll, I'll, uh, maybe I'll find it on the internet somewhere and I'll dub it in. <laughs> but maybe not because I don't want to do all that work. <laughs> but uh AA Ron, uh yeah, I met you in person like twice. And right. um I did not know that you was a, a deceptively a snack. So Oh. Wow. I, so how long you been working out? <laughs> um I started training when uh I was I had to have been like 20, 21. So going on, how many years is that? 14 years? Okay. <laughs> About 14 years. Uh, yeah, dude. So uh, I was, again, working in a restaurant and I would get off super late at night and I would go to Walmart like you. Hey, like you blow the horn. And I would get a DVD and um, like a DV, uh, like a frozen dinner, and that would be like my tradition every every night. Um, 
and then one day, like when you're walking around Walmart, eventually at some point you're going to pick up something that you don't necessarily need. Of course. Um, and I picked up an iron gym, like one of those door hanging, uh, chin up bars. Right. Yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do this. Um, and I started doing that and I had some free weights and I started doing like, you know, just regular home workout. Didn't know a shit from shit. Um, exercises and then you know once i moved into my apartment i started going to my apartment gym and then when i outgrew those dumbbells and those weights i went to a big box gym and then it was actually our friend young corona again who said you ever thought about becoming a personal trainer i was like no he's like well you spend enough time in the gym (laughs) i will get paid for it (laughs) so there you go that's how that's how that happens but i appreciate you calling me a snack i think that's i think that's a thing that not enough people realize about state you take with Ed in there and it's how remarkably good looking we are mm-hmm. yeah I, I let people know that on the regular <laughs> <laughs> so, I just uh, it's no mystery on my end you know what I mean well maybe, maybe it's a mystery I'm trying to tell you let people know that I gotta put that out there the energy out there man. well you do say that but mm-hmm. I just I, I think that um, oh, you lost well it. <laughs> I, I think I did. I lost my I lost my train of thought. But thank you for saying that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, because I did. Because like when I see you, I mean, I ain't all up in your pectoral region and whatnot, and just iron you down and shit. I don't even know. I'm talking to you, making eye contact like an adult's supposed to do and shit. And, you right, know, right. And then all of, uh, I was um when I asked you to be on the show, I was just kind of going through your social media and everything, and I was like, oh shit, all right. So this is Ed over here, you know. You would think he would have a couple of kids and everything. He sired a few or whatnot, but he ain't got none. He said so. But um, and then I go over here to you, old lone wolf looking ass dude with fucking yeah. veins and biceps and shit. I was like, what the fuck? Where all this come yeah. from? <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all Photoshop. Oh. That's uh, that's just filters, really, really well done filters. <laughs> I got pain filters on this. Pain right filters. Yeah, um, pain a game filter. Hey, imagine that in a dick pic. What? What? <laughs> like a dick with the pain filters. Imagine that shit. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm like, wait, what is it? I got veins on veins. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, shout out to a former guest and uh, the homie uh, Height Height the Great. Uh, he got a filter published to uh, Instagram, so y'all check that oh, out. That's awesome. So, is yeah. it a vein filter? Yeah, it's a, no, no, no. It's a face filter. This is like a. It's a sunflower speaker looking thing with his logos for the eyes. And uh, every time you sing a melody, music notes will fly out your mouth and shit. That's, oh. that's pretty that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. Yo, he's, I, he's a smart motherfucker. Y'all was doing some crazy shit. How do you do that? Like, how do you get a filter on Instagram? You, like, do you just yeah. program it and then you just yeah, you, what, upload it? I don't understand how that works. Well, you program it and I guess there's a submittal process and whatnot. Because I've seen a, a couple of other people do it, but I don't know what the... I don't personally know what the process entails. I might have to hit him up and ask that. That might be a good tidbit of information for um, people out there who do things like that but don't know how to get the things and stuff. I was going to say, that has like a random ramblings with Rob written all over it. Like a, a random a 3R filter on Instagram? Like, you should really get on that, I need, hit, I need to hit the boy height up. You, you, you work in my brain muscles or whatnot. You see, saying though, man. You, you use your biceps and everything or whatever I'm using my brain muscle cause that's, hey man, I, that's the, one of my the brain is the most important muscle of them all yeah and if you got an old lady you, you're thangalang <laughs> <laughs> it's got an old lady yeah she ain't old don't 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 
please don't please don't be mad at me for saying that but you're not old it's just like she gets it she it's just a term it's, it's just a term it's just a term just a term she gets it so yeah i think when i you first started dating my wife or whatever I, I would introduce her as my old lady and whatnot and she'd be like well, why do you keep calling me that it's like this just, just 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 a thing don't worry about it that's a i mean i can't call you old like i'm older than you yeah well my nice. mine is older <laughs> than me so no yeah oh nice Cougar. She was robbing the cradle, huh? Ah, and that's funny because her name is Robin. Uh... <laughs> that would be a good. Hey, that's a great rap name, Robin the Cradle. Oh shit! Is that a, is that a good name? Put some is that a, put is some that a good on. rap name or a better point? Ooh, I like both of those. You got double horns. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> but I like both of those. But it wouldn't. What be was the whole? What was the whole formula to like find your porn star name? Was it like your first pet and then the street you grew up on? Is that the one I'm thinking about? I never knew because I feel like porn stars don't do that when they name themselves. Yeah. Um, I think the what was your what was your what, what would have been yours? What was your pet and then what was your first street? I, don't know, I never had a pet. You never had a pet. Mm-hmm. What was your first street name? Uh, Samalway. What exactly? What was it? Samalway. Spell that. S A M O A. Yeah, Samoa like the Rock. That would have been your porn star name, Samoa. You would be like a one star porn star, you or one name porn star. You'd be like uh, Mandingo or uh, Samoa. Yeah, that would be your name, but you'd have to like spell it kind of funky because it yeah. sounds, dude. All right, and the you way brand that you said it, it sounds almost African. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like Samoa, Samoa. That yeah. counts. That sounds kind of. That might be all right. See, I mean, and look, you can you can brand all kinds of stuff with that, and like anytime you do something, you can do it the Samoa way. Yeah, dude. Come on, you missed out. Yeah, you did, did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you should have had me around, man. <laughs> Could have been making money right now, dude. So yeah, doing it all the Samoa way. Slinging dick. Slinging dick Samoa way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and you want to talk with it? You could talk with a fake Nigerian accent. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. You wouldn't like, <laughs> no, stereotype. I'm not doing that. I mean, I, I, the name's fine. I'm not gonna. You know. Yeah, because it's not like yeah, because it's not like they don't perpetuate stereotypes in porn, right? Yeah, like they, they got enough of that shit. I'm not, I, mean, I, need to, I need to add to that. It's like putting icing on icing. I'm good. No thanks. Oh, well, you be putting icing on cakes if you're doing porn. Yeah, I see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. see, you see the vision. Rob knows the fucking vibes. I get it, but it's like, but it's like Jenna Jameson. It's like, is that a porn name? No, but it's got the alliteration, which yeah. is good. It's either good for a porn star or for a superhero. Yeah, all yeah. the best superheroes have like some sort of alliteration. I feel like you make the name though. Yeah, then it has the name makes it. All right, so so then um, it has the double letters too, like Jenna Jameson two J's, uh, Bruce Banner two B's, right. Peter Parker two yep. P's. Yep, Clark Kent. Even though it's C and K, it still got that hard k- sound. Yeah. So, well, Condoleezza being a Secretary of State, did her name make that? Like that's what I'm saying. Condoleezza. Condoleezza. Yeah, she could be a porn star. Yeah. That could be a porn star. But she's Secretary of State. But it could, but if it could, if it goes a different direction for her, she still is, you know. Is he and that's some, and, that, and that's the thing with it. I'm saying like the Bob she made the name though. It's not name to make her. Yeah, but that's the thing. Oh, though, that's, that's, that's your. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It's like yeah, I mean, I feel like if you if you have a name and you become big enough for something, then that name because then like I'm paying attention to somebody named Condoleezza. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, that that she had to become something with a name like that. <laughs> You can't not be. You can't just be like Condoleezza that works, you know, at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. No, you can't be toll booth Condoleezza. You got to be Condoleezza fucking Rice. Yeah, Secretary of State. Nah, you say it now. Nah. Near owner of the Cleveland Browns. Say that now. 
Yeah, what but, are they? Because I, I know uh, plenty of uh, Ashika shades or whatever. They ain't shit. So <laughs> I've, I've also I've also seen a name person named Ab City. You seen that name? Ab City. A B C D E is the how it's spelled. <laughs> I've seen that name before. No bullshit. No, shut up. Bull- no bullshit. I'm not lying. I'm, I okay. swear. Absolutely. That is. An, I'm, that's a real name. I'm no, not it isn't. Right. I looked. Handle the Bible. I swear to God, I didn't make that up just now. Absolutely. Real. That's they that, pronounce it absolutely. I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's a sub. That's a sub city of Suplex City. <laughs> Like, I was like, get the, I was like, get the fuck out of your name, your kid, Absidy. Absidy. I met a dude named Shampoo once. See, what is it? What do you What do you do with that name? Like, what do you become with the name Shampoo? Uh, he worked at the He worked at House of Blues. Did he? Well, yeah, yeah. That That sounds like a blues thing. He like Shampoo Smith or something like that. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he had a last name, or he didn't go by a last name. Wait, his name was just Shampoo. He just introduced himself as sh- nicest dude ever, from what I'm I remember. Sure. But he was just like, hey, I'm Shampoo, and I was like, wait, what? I didn't want to like insult him, so I kind of just like I didn't I no sold it. I was just like, oh okay, cool, nice to meet you. Yeah. And then all day, the only thing I could talk about from with other people was that guy's name was fucking Shampoo. Like they named him Shampoo. Yeah, yeah, but that sounded like a blues singer name though. You like my name is Shampoo. I think he was a singer. He could have been. He could have been an artist, but I think I think he was working security or something like that. He was working like kind of like a a low key job. Uncle Shampoo. Yeah. No. yeah, he probably did have hands. I'm saying, like, he probably did have hands. I know, cause I'll wash you with this left and this right, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I fucking moisturize your scalp with these hands. I give you some conditions. I give you some conditions. You condition your dome piece, baby. Put the conditions that I put on you. Uh, it's like shampoo at the door. Oh damn, shampoo at the door, man. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so we done had some uh wrestling terms and uh you know references and everything thrown out there or whatever are you fan are you both fans of professional wrestling i am i i'm not i i was it's hard to get into it at this point now mm-hmm. well i keep telling him that he needs to just watch either like nxt or maybe like aew something like kind of far out yeah because that'll bring him back in i was at world's collide yeah, I was too. Why? I, damn, I wish I would have known that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that you were there until after the fact. But yeah, I was at uh, World's Collide. Um, me and uh, Young Corona went kind of last minute. Didn't really plan on going because I didn't know that tickets were going for twenty bucks. Were so inexpensive. Yeah, they were so, super inexpensive. And I was like, I, I thought for sure it was going to sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been back into watching wrestling since i don't know maybe like 2000 it was summer of punk like punk was the one that yeah. brought me back in word like yeah i think i i left i think i know, I know the time of the hours have this so i tell story everyone asked me like when you start watching wrestling like it was the storyline that i saw when um i think they said that kane murdered someone oh katie vick yeah, Kane yeah. murdered someone, and instead of like calling the police, they had like a match. I was like, "Yeah, this is my stop. Just let me off the floor right here. <laughs> I'm good." That, that had to have been like 2000, 2001. I just couldn't. Yeah, that was like that was, that was like I can't do this anymore, man. It was. Yeah, I just couldn't. Like I couldn't. Because I mean, I know that it's supposed to be ridiculous on some level, and I get that part. Mm-hmm. But it was just like I can't. It's like it just seems like it was just a poorly written story. I just like. 
I know they're supposed to be Well, that's why you need to jump back in now, because the storylines, as silly as they are now, they're at least grounded somewhat. Yeah, I just want to be entertaining, at least. It's like, this is entertaining. This is just weird and off. Yeah. This is strange. I think that whole time frame that you're talking about, what you got out of it, is like, I missed that whole period of time, because 9-11 happened, and I was in the military, so I was gone most of that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was bad. So, from 2000... I I was in college, so I didn't get a lot of that either. So like oh. 2001 to like 2003, 2004, sometime up in there, I was like gone. So I didn't even really catch too much of that. I found out that Eddie Guerrero died when I was in Iraq. I was like, no. Oh, yeah, dude. So when did you get back into it? Um, It was probably, um, it was after Wave Mysterio won the world title. Mm. So that was like four or five or something like that. Yeah. So... I think I might have really got back into it 2006. Okay. Yeah, so that's right around the time that I was I got back into it as well. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of chilling on the internet on a message board, on a hip-hop message board, and someone was talking about this straight-edge professional wrestler that was kind of talking all this shit. He was, he was shooting hard on the industry, as they, as they say. <laughs> and uh, I was like, straight-edge? So I was like, I'm straight-edge. I was like, I want to watch what this, what this guy's talking about. And then I saw... CM Punk sitting on the stage in, I think it was Las Vegas, and shooting hard into the camera, talking about Triple H being a doofus and saying hi to Colt Cabana, yeah. and I was like, "What is going on right now?" Even like, even though I didn't really have a clue of what was going on, I knew that what I was seeing was something special because he yeah. he name checked John Laurinaitis, who was a backstage producer, and I was like, "Nobody says John Laurinaitis's name on on, on television. Mm-hmm. What is he talking about?" Uh, and so that's kind of how I got hooked back in. So yeah. I don't know. I, my, I'm always off in all facets of life with my timelines and everything or whatever. But John Laurinaitis wasn't any on-screen character before no. that point, was he? No. He I, he. I don't think he had been on television since he was LD. in the ring. Yeah. LD. LD, right? Yeah. No. He, uh, he was um, Johnny Ace. He was one of the – what was the name of their tag team? They were like a – they were a bunch of like skaters. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the originator of the cutter. The originator of the ace cutter, yeah. yeah. Like, so Which he is did known the, as he the, did the ace cutter, <laughs> and then Randy Orton just added a little jump to it and made it like the most popular move in wrestling. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so John Laurinaitis wasn't on TV, and then Punk kind of name-checked him, and so they made John Laurinaitis a character on TV. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's kind of – how you got how you got in? That's kind of how he. That's kind of how I got back into it. Yeah. No, I was, I was there for the highs of the highs. Like I was, like I was there for you know, like I I think I watched um, wrestling consistently from like since I was like five. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for like the WWF, like the old school stuff with Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, uh, um, Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Even now with the with the NWO, yeah, all that stuff going on. Yeah. And then like it, it, like the Generation X. Everybody was watching wrestling at that yeah. time. Yeah, that time. Like, you couldn't go to you could like you couldn't go to school. Yeah, and not talk yeah. about what happened on Monday Night Raw or Nitro or give a stunner on the playground. Yep. Tell him to teach her to suck it. <laughs> well, I didn't I mean? go that like, far. <laughs> just, I, that's like a, that happened a few times. Yeah. Happened a few times at my school. Oh yeah, you got to do the crash chop. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of crash chopping. Yeah, I a had, lot of. Um, I think I had every iteration of the Stone Cold shirt that ever came out at that time. I used to 
me and my homeboy used to wear the DX shirts in the hallway and whatnot. That's how we be. I, I formed a lot of friendships because of professional wrestling and shit. I got a homeboy, oh yeah, dude, totally man. Got a homeboy and they would pump out those yeah. t-shirts, man. They made a new shirt like every week. Cause people find them shits. Shoot. Yeah. Yep, I would go Stuck to because I worked. Are in, you watching? I worked in Spencer Gifts and whatnot for a time, so I would get uh, those shirts. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, you had, you, had a, you had a discount. There you go. Yeah, yeah five-finger discount. <laughs> what, are your, what, are your, what are your thoughts on AEW? I like it. And um, somebody asked me about it the other day. Um, they was talking about, um, I think, because, you know, people's going to like it, people's going to hate it. And I think the question that was posed was like, um, you can't tell me that AEW isn't putting on compelling storylines. And I think they were referencing specifically uh, the Cody Rhodes and MJF stuff going on. And, right, yeah. And, and all I was like, you know, I mean, I enjoy it, but I'm not hard-pressed if I miss an episode. That's kind of how I feel, too. Like, the fact that it goes against NXT on Wednesday nights now is really it's fun but it also i feel kind of bad because i'll sit there and i'll watch nxt Mm -hmm. and i'll kind of just leave it on and i'll i'll kind of forget that aew is on Mm -hmm. not in not because i don't find it entertaining but it's just like i'm already watching wrestling like you know it's it's kind it's kind of starting to feel like that you know nitro raw mm -hmm. flip the channels back and forth kind of thing where like you don't want to miss something but also you know, like I, 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 for my money, NXT is putting on the better show, mm-hmm. like the more entertaining show. But I do want to support AEW just because yeah. I want to see them succeed, grow yeah. and succeed. We all have DVR now, though. Yeah, I and I was, DVR. you know what, I was just about to bring that up. See, for me, I'm not, I'm not rich like you, Ed. I don't have a DVR. Okay, you always want to like act like I'm shaming you some shit. Like you kind of are, dude. Like you kind of, you're wallet shaming me right now. You're account shaming me. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! Your you know direct he, deposit shaming me. See, man, you know he spent all his money on supplements and gym time and shit, man. <laughs> right? Do that? I don't even do that. Oh, you just eating natural roots that. and berries and shit from outside? Hey, man, hey, man, this is this is just piss and vinegar that's coursing through <laughs> these veins right now. <laughs> there's no, but, but, there's no, there's no powders. There's no supplements. It's just bread. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but to Ed's but to Ed's right. point or whatever, uh, but to Ed, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> but to Ed's point, I mean that's just kind of how I view it, or whatever. Because be, even before AEW, and even before NXT moved up to USA Network, you know, regular cable and whatnot, I enjoyed NXT, but I wouldn't watch it week to week. I would stockpile them bitches because I have the WWE Network and Hulu and I would just watch them at at my leisure, whatever, especially like if a takeover or something was coming up, I would go back and watch the weeks prior. So I'd be caught up to why they're having this match at this uh, pay-per-view or whatever. Right. That's how I treated NXT and them going to USA didn't change that. I watch it at my leisure. But um, I've been trying to keep up most recently because um, they had the Dusty Classic and I kind of like to be ahead of the spoilers. So I would yes. watch something like that. And um, with AEW is, you know, I'm at work when it comes on and I do DVR it. And it's that's starting to become somewhat of the same thing that I do with NXT. But at least with AEW, I will go back the next day and watch it. Yeah, it, it, it definitely like. We're at we're at like another I would say golden period for wrestling where there's just so much content available between 
you know the stuff here in America and over in Japan. I mean, you can yeah. you can literally watch wrestling seven days a week and be yes. watching a different program every every day. And I kind of feel um, bad because I was just like I don't have enough time in my day to sit down and watch all this shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you do kind of feel a little guilty because you see all these wrestlers busting their ass and they literally give their bodies for you. Yeah. For your entertainment, and you're just like, I want to support. I want to buy all your t-shirts. I want to buy all your merch. I want to watch every show that you're on, but. That's yeah, a lot. Yeah, I don't have time. Um, I, 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 I try to get into do a couple times, and I feel I, I don't know what it is. You went to a road show. We did. We I took did Ed to a. We, had, we took Ed to a reality of wrestling show. Not, I not sat by a very smelly person. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was no like I couldn't. I had to like, keep my head one way. Yeah. Because that person smelled so bad. Like I, every time I turned, it just hit my nose. I was like, oh god. I don't yeah. understand. And I'll that. forget. Sometimes as I watch the show, it's like the show is going, is moving everywhere. So you try to see something, you follow your eyes and your head turns and it hits your nose. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I don't understand that, man. It, it is a, a, a detrimental trope to the wrestling community, dog. When they go to these conventions. I mean, it's not so much even just wrestling stuff. It's like comic book conventions and all that shit, too. Yeah, Motherfuckers dude. don't wash, man. Or they don't put it's children so on. Definitely the true stereotype of a <laughs> so geek dog. dog. Yeah, it's just soap and soap water, and man. water and effort. That's all it takes is just a little bit of effort. Yeah, soap, maybe a washcloth. Definitely a washcloth. <laughs> um, I can, some effort, man, but... I feel bad for, like, the people who are there for that event specifically like you know if somebody come down they invited to and paid to be there and they had to you know deal with the fans and whatnot which i mean i'm pretty sure they they wouldn't be there without the fans but then you know they get that one motherfucker that come up that paid the vip double platinum exclusive ticket to get a picture and a hug and an autograph and some other shit and they get in and they put that arm up for that hug and shit and you just like oh yeah it's like i just performed how do I smell worse? How do you smell worse than me? Like yeah. I was just out here just jumping off ropes and stuff like that, and I was out here sweating. And you and I smell better than you. Just make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. It make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. It'll never make sense. So you I could said, live to be a yeah. thousand years old. It will never make sense. Yeah, it was like so that never took away from it a bit. Like I'm not even gonna lie, because I couldn't because I couldn't turn my head certain ways. You know so. But, but did you enjoy it? No, it was cool. It was cool. It was right? cool though. It wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't. It was, it was cool. Let me. Like, I don't know how I got that seat, but <laughs> let me give you yeah, my beef. Let me give you my beef with reality of wrestling. All right, let's hear it. These motherfuckers. <laughs> every weekend that I have to go out of town or something pops up personally that I have to take care of on the weekend, they put on a fire ass show. Oh yeah, dude. I was like, you yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> You gotta you gotta get lucky with with wrestling shows, like live local wrestling shows I think because one of two things is gonna happen either they put on a regular show and they kind of just get whoever the local talent is and maybe they bring in like one or two superstars we saw, we saw Booker T that night we did see Booker T that night yeah. that was like I think that was his re- last match his like, retirement match or whatever that was cool um, or they just go. Balls to the walls yeah. and just book whoever they can, whoever recently got released from WWE or who's the next hot young upstart or, you know, the local talent. It's just like everybody and anybody is there. And they do that quite often with reality of wrestling because yeah. of the Booker T connection. Like you just the amount of talent that has come through Houston through the wrestling scene is really remarkable when you yeah. look at who's step foot 
in reality of wrestling in the, my, you know, my, in the past like 10 years or so the only thing that i want to do because i mean she, she's a big deal now i want to i'm trying to see her before she get too too big because um she used she came she was on the show kiera hogan and there's yeah, been dude. a couple times that she went down there to perform, and, I, and like I said, it was one of those weekends where I couldn't be there. And I, that's all I want to do is see her perform live at least once. <laughs> oh, you never saw her? Not live, no. Like, she was at the uh, she was at the last event that uh, uh, Kyle and I went to. Like she was there. It was I, a it was a ladies' night out. Yeah, I know. Pretty, which I good. had to go to Lake Charles to handle some oh, shit. Oh yeah, that's where you went. <laughs> and I was like, motherfucker. You know, yeah, no, she was good, man. But I did, that, I, I did get to meet her in person at uh, WrestleCon for when they had WrestleMania in New Orleans. So I got mm-hmm. to meet her in person, and I took a picture with her. So that was cool. But I never got to see her perform live before. Yeah, no, she's great. She's really fun. Are you going to? Uh, are you going to Mania in uh, Tampa this year? I'm trying. My yeah. my WrestleMania history, my WrestleMania track record, out of the past. But since since thirty, so I've been to all of them. I've been to all of them except for one so far since thirty one. So I've been thirty one. Jesus, I've been to thirty one. I've been to thirty two. Didn't go to thirty three. I've been to thirty four, and I just went to this last one. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, man. So uh, that's dedication, bro. And the tradition with it is, you know, my WrestleMania track history is is it all happened last minute. (laughs) So Mm. I can tell you now that I'm not going, or I might go, and you know, I might poof wind up in Tampa and shit. So I mean, it's it's up in the air. So I always say I don't know. (laughs) That's the most fun aspect about it is that like that last minute. Surprise. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. That kind of thing. Because the, the, the room. Surprise, motherfucker. So the room is a reserve down there in Tampa. I had the room yeah. reserved for a couple months now, just in case. Just in case, man. So Never be too sure. Yeah. They've all been competing for my attention, though, also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like we're also in the golden age of television. Yeah, there's a lot of shit to watch. Yeah, so and I know people and and anyone is saying that wrestling is dumb. If you if you say wrestling is dumb, and you watch anything on Bravo or VH1, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. If you that's, watch that's any, the same shit. If you same watch thing. anything right. on Lifetime, <laughs> like no, because all that all that reality stuff, it's the same shit. Like the reality TV stuff, it's the same. It's like the wrestling formula for the most part. Like they have they, they cut promos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they they throwing drinks at each other and shit. They have like they have fights backstage and all that stuff. They have reunions where they're fighting. It's it's wrestling for it's just wrestling. They stick the wrestling. It's a bunch of adults that are incapable of solving their differences with discussion. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. That's what wrestling is. That's yeah. wrestling. That's reality TV. It's basically the same shit. So it's like if you say like, oh, wrestling is dumb, but you watch me housewives uh, fill in the blank or whatever. Like I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. What are you watching right now? Oh man, I just I just finished Euphoria. Mm-hmm. It was late. No, uh, he's so what you watch, not for, what you engage. Oh, the Zendaya <laughs> shit. Yeah. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, I've heard she's good in that. She's great in it. No, I, went, I think everyone in this is pretty good. Um, I've actually watched a few a few things actually. I just I, I finished BoJack Horseman. Oh gosh, I'm not in BoJack. I'm, uh, I also finished The Good Place. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard that's pretty good too. It's great. Yeah, it's, 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 it's over now. It's a pretty good ending though. Like it's over, over. Like it's mm-hmm. it's done forever. Yeah. Oh, so shit. 
And, you know, uh, you was talking about there's so much to watch and indulge in and whatnot. That's kind of been my thing. You talk about that show. I just had a season finale or series finale. That's kind of what I wait for now. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for a show to end completely so I can go back and watch it all. That's a great point. Yeah, Bojack, I said Bojack had a series finale, but that's over now. I, uh, what was that show that I wanted to wait until it was done? Um... I can't remember, but it was a show that everybody started watching, and I was like, "I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until it." Or then you get, at least gets. Or then you find yourself uh, watching a show like Supernatural and shit, which is on their fifteenth season. I was like, "Well, I don't think this is gonna end." Yeah, it just time. never ends. Yes. Yeah, but, Supernatural is never gonna end. Well, it is. Never. This is uh-huh. this is, currently is the last season, so the, it is. No, it's not. Like they say that it is, and they're gonna bring it back in a couple years. No, I mean, good for them though, because they could just Dude, yeah, those, no. those guys got paychecks on paychecks. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I, I, I'm not going to say that I thought that that show was that great when I first watched it, but I understand why people fell in love with it for sure. I mean, I I, I fell in love with it because I fell in love with my wife because of it, kind of. <laughs> Oh, really? Is that the one that you guys bonded over? Yeah, it was when we was dating, she introduced me to it, and we've been up to date ever since. So. Oh wow. Uh, so, so in, in the 15 season so yeah that's yeah. longevity yeah that definitely will keep you a relationship <laughs> strong <laughs> no he's like uh, show. we did. can't break up we have to finish watching Supernatural it's like Bonnie on the Simpsons oh lord <laughs> that, what, that, it's like you know, Bonnie on the Simpsons like if you had that oh, was a show you bonded like yeah. that should have been long since I've been alive yeah. Tw- seriously yeah 20 yeah. something years shit that and South Park is coming up behind them too yeah, I remember when South Park came out, and that was like a fucking cultural shift. Like everything kind of changed after South Park. Comedy Central for sure. Comedy Central used to only show like stand-up comedy. Yeah, and like reruns of Police Academy. So, yeah, Ch- Chappelle show on South Park definitely. Yep. Did it for a freaking Comedy Central. Yep. But yeah, man, with Supernatural, man, I, I just. And it's almost like any other thing. If it stick around too long, you're like, you know, what are they going to get into next? How are they going to overcome this? And do you kind of realize the patterns and all kind of crap? It's that, like net- that. It's that network TV shit, man. Yeah. It's like they just keep pumping out episodes on episodes and just like ask them, like, what is this? Yeah. But yeah, man, I got a supernatural tattoo on my shoulder. I got damn at Comic Palooza. The, the lady had the car there from the show. I mean, I mean, I don't know oh, if yeah. it's from the show, but she had a car like the one in the show, and she had it down to the T of like every detail of the car from the TV show. And I seen that shit, dog, and I was flipping the fuck out, man. I was like, oh, they even had um, I forget what season it was, but um, they had an episode specifically where they was talking about the car. And they were showing Sam and Dean being young kids riding in the back of the car, and they had a melted army man in the um back seat driver side in the ashtray holder they had a melted army man in there and when I seen this car at Comic Palooza they had that same damn army man in the same seat in the same ashtray and I was like they got everything <laughs> that's fucking cool man uh, yeah the attention to detail that people will put into those recreations yeah. the lady had the, it's amazing man the lady who did the stuff and everything she had uh, most of the weapons that from the show in the trunk that she made and they she had a replica of the their father's diary that they carried around and she handwritten all the pages in the book from what she found from the shows and online and everything that's crazy who was this person it was some lady man that just maintained the car and brought it from show to show or whatever man I I wish I took one of her cards and everything but if she dared Comic Palooza this year man make sure you stop by and see that shit 
Dude, people do that shit with like the, uh, the Ecto, uh, Ecto One from Ghostbusters. Like, there's all kinds of Ecto. Back to the Future. Like, there's a whole community of people that just soup up DeLoreans. Like, they buy DeLoreans and they make them look like the time machine. Yeah, they, um, they got a DeLorean. Batmobiles. Like, that's another one too. Like, people do this shit and they fucking make money doing it. That's a crazy thing. It's like they'll take it, like Rob says, around to the cons and charge people to like sit in it and take photos <laughs> it, with it. it. And, and that was that was what was cool about it for me because they sure, ch- they charged people to like sit in the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she let me do it for free because I had a supernatural tattoo. That's really awesome. So that's really awesome too. She, like I, the, that, like that level of geekdom kind of transcends money you know what i mean like it's like you see the love as much love as much as you love this shit i love that shit just as much so let's connect on that yeah. that's the difference man because she was like i think i think her deal was if you had any super supernatural merchandise or gear on you can you know get in the car for free and i told her i had the tattoo and my wife loved this shit she's like oh you got to come in <laughs> she moved a little rope to the side like i was vip and shit and i was like oh mm-hmm. I got the video somewhere. Right? It's on my Instagram. I, I I send that shit to you. That shit is fucking crazy, man. Same. There you go, man. All you gotta do is just get a tattoo. get a crazy tattoo and yeah. hope for the best. Yeah. So tattoo. you get you a AEW tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe I'll get into every show for free. <laughs> oh, shit. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of people that have have, have that already and start paying for tickets though. Yeah. Yeah. I, Probably. I know, I'm pretty I sure. For, I know for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but um speaking of tattoos and you know acclaim and you know a a, a freaking level of uh i don't know fanism or whatever the fuck i don't know i'm making up words but um as far as your podcast and everything what are some yeah. of your goals that you guys kind of set for it for it or whatever is it just simply longevity consistency or i mean what are something that you got in place for state to change um, with me, uh, I just want to be able to, uh, like, just address issues with um, a level of just um, tact that I think sometimes missing when we talk about certain things. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I don't, I don't know if tact is the word. It's just, I think that sometimes people just kind of talk out of their ass a lot, yeah. and I get and that's everywhere, and that's even like in in like major media platforms. I can go on CNN. Or MSNBC, like people that you're supposed to get, and I'm not trying to compete with your nose, but I just want to like speak my piece on it because it just some things just don't make sense to me. And just kind of you want to speak your piece on it, or you want to state your take? take You want to state your take? Come on, man, the brand. Just think about the brand. All right, all right, my bad. I'm just like, it's like, um, like for instance, like one of the one of the things I see now is like with the election. We don't get political, but this is observation that I made. Um, like for instance, like Bernie Sanders will pull up and down. And his and the opinion will change. We've been the same guy for eight hundred years, so it's always weird to me that like <laughs> I don't know how the opinion of him changes so much. He's the same guy. He's been the same guy for like forever. Yeah. But it's like now we like him, now we hate him. But he's the same person. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But you'll see that like when you watch CNN, it's like oh well, people like him now. He's pulling. He's not not pulling great now, but things like pulling good later. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like how? <laughs> um. I think what one of the things that I want to do with the podcast is I want to uh, stop having to look for a regular job. That'd be cool. Yeah. And just let this be a viable source of income Word. for us. And I think that's any podcast's dream. <laughs> yeah. And not to say that that's the reason why we started. Yeah. But the potential is there. 
and it would be great to be able to do something creative and fun and fulfilling. To me, this is therapeutic, man. Exactly. Like, yeah. to me, so imagine like, if we could do it and have it sustain us. Yeah, like this, this, this doesn't feel like work to me. That would be honestly. amazing. It's just that's good. the American, that's the American dream right there. It's just like, I really, I just want to have a creative outlet also because this is like a creative outlet for us yeah exactly Um, and so like I don't think it's crazy and I don't think it's wrong for podcasters to want to make money doing their podcast I just think that that should not be your driving force to do it because if it were the driving force to do it we would have stopped doing this a long time ago or I would have or I would have just been on here um, we could just be two black conservatives Talk about anti-vax, the like about anti-vax yeah, we could we, we could, could totally make up characters. Yeah, we could just make up shit and just like we could be like di- we could be like a black diamond or we're the, we're black, but we could be like diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I got the black diamond solo because like, I really like the fact that they are black just kind of like left my mind. I thought we could be the black diamond and silk. I was like, wait, <laughs> right. <laughs> We could the be male that. diamond and soap. The male diamond and soap. We could be the male diamond and soap. Like, we could just do that. And we can probably just wait for someone to latch on to whatever we're saying and just back off of that shit. But I have to look at myself in the mirror and I don't want to do that. So, yeah. Word. Respect. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's what just. A- I, I ain't in, um, for me, you know, I would like all those things that you guys said and whatnot. But it's like, I want this to be the place to put other people on as well so like oh you heard such and such on Rob's show yeah man you know I want the people that come here to you know kind of get a little boost from here you know I can definitely get that from you too man because like like I said from the very beginning you were so welcoming and so warm and so nice to us and you didn't know us from Adam and you still were just like, hey, yeah, welcome to the podcasting community. This is so and so. This is how you get sponsorships. This is how you do this. This yeah, is how you do that. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing. No idea what <laughs> no. the fuck we were doing. And you were one of the very first people. It was, it was like you, the girls from Houston ish, yeah. Cult yeah. 45, Anarchy. Yep. Um, Anarchy. Like, it was just like immediate, like, just a love fest yeah. when we walked in. And like, you guys didn't have to do that. And it was just so. It, re- it really made like doing this that much easier because we knew we would have support yeah. from some already established names in the game. Yeah. And, and that's how it should be, man. It's just like everybody around you isn't your competition per se. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I mean, that's your colleague. That's your freaking is almost like your coworker and whatnot. You you work with each other you help each other out and you know because you bring something to this show that you know i wouldn't have without you and vice versa and whatnot so i mean that's just kind of how i look at it so anybody that's down the collab or you know work with or need help i'm there to do that because personally it, it goes back to where like i look at my military career you know and i, I did well but I feel like if I had certain people in certain places in my career that I probably would have been better off in certain spots. Right. So when I got to a point in my career to where I had, you know, the authority to lead and mentor people, that's what I did because I know that was something that I was lacking. And I kind of look at this the same way because they got people jumping in the podcast thing every day. And they were just like how I was when I first started. I didn't know what kind of mic to get. I didn't know, mm-hmm. 
where to post it when I finish recording it, how to edit it, what to use to edit it. I didn't know none of that shit. You know? Right. And I figured it out on my own. And I was like, well, there's somebody like me that's doing the same thing like right now. So I need to try to find these people and help as best as I can because I know that feeling and that fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, man. That's so true. You know, you just you kind of jump into the ocean without you know any sort of equipment and you, you you would like to have somebody there to help you and like i think you being kind of the liaison for new podcasters in the city is is like a great role for you because you just have that kind of spirit and you have that energy and you have that patience you know so i i i for one i know we both really appreciate you and everything you've done yeah my shit, man. I'm getting all misty eyed and shit. Yo, <laughs> fucking, you stating your take and shit on my heartstrings. <laughs> but and then, and then you know what else? I also uh, look forward to for new podcasters. What's up? To figure out they don't like this shit and they can quit and take down their shit, so I can have more feeds and likes and comments. <laughs> hey man, and that's and that's one thing that we talked about very early on. I was like. Oh. We may not be the funniest podcast. We may not be the most technically sound podcast. We may not have the best structure or the most interesting topics of conversation. But the one thing that we can do, the the only thing that we can control is that we can outrun everybody. Like we can make sure that we are consistent and that every week when people open up their feeds, every Monday they see a new episode of State Your Take with Ed and Air. They know that it's going to be there. Yeah, and it's easy for us because like I said, this doesn't feel like work to me. Like right. this isn't, this isn't like, yeah. I look forward well, that's to because it. I do all the work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> man, you seen this man's shoulders? He's carrying the whole load, man. Shoulders, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, but we we look forward to Saturday to record, though. Absolutely, man. Yeah. It's the best part of my week. Yeah, so we look forward to it, and yeah. I think that's part of us. That's part of our consistency yeah. is that we look forward to this. But I, I, what I what I will tell you with longevity, though, um, because I just surpassed four years, and some of the other people, you know, the podcast. Yeah that um a little long in the tooth in the game and whatnot. They'll tell you, once you do take that momentary step back from this, you're going to be like, why the fuck am I doing this? But soon, <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to speak about me personally. I mean, I, I, I just kind of feel like people that have been doing this for a while, they may have a similar take on it. I'm stating my take right now. So, because, <laughs> you know, in the beginning, I would do this week to week. Like, no shit. Like, I would get a guest that week. I record that week and I put the episode out that week, you know, mm-hmm. and that was taxing. That was tiring, you know, because I started when I was in the military. So I was going to work every day, coming home, doing the shit. And then, you know, that kind of bleeds into, especially if it's a new thing, because you want to put your attention into it and your focus on it because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Kind of going back to what I was saying before, you're trying to learn this thing and you're neglecting other shit. So like, right. I got kids and a wife. So if uh-huh. I'm in the basement doing this shit, what the fuck they doing? You know, <laughs> you know. So it's that yeah. aspect of it. And then um once you truly find your groove and you kind of feel where you want to go, I mean, it starts to get easier and whatnot. So now instead of me like how I did in the past was uh freaking week to week and shit like that, I just schedule an ass load of appointments and right. I, I stack them bitches up 
So that way for me, if I record three episodes in one week, that's three weeks worth of content for me. Right. So within that three weeks, I can just chill out and do whatever the hell I need to do personally and with my family and shit. And the podcast is still running strong and whatnot. So Yeah, we'll probably enter that foray once we both have other commitments that we need to attend to. But for right now, we're yeah. kinda Y'all living. We're kinda dream. we're about we're about as available as you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. on this raggedy ass show, so yeah, y'all plenty available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I imagine AA Ron out there flexing his pecs and shit walking nah, down H E B hallways and shit in some biker shorts. With a fanny nah, pack, getting goddamn gluten free ice cream and everything. I'll do that at Whole Foods and River Oaks. I'll try to get me one of these River Oaks moms. That's what. That, that's the goal. That's the. That's the guy. That's you the can't shoot guy. there, man. Yeah. yeah. It was so close. I was really close to getting one too, and then it just kind of all fell apart. Yeah. Oh man. You know, yeah, man. You, oh. Yeah, man. You almost that, secured that, another place. Yeah, man. And I told you. Uh, yeah, man. Oh man. I know, man. So Your you, phone. Yeah, man. So you. Sorry, dude. So you almost secured that. That PlayStation Five almost had man. the bag, man. Almost <laughs> had the bag, and then you know what? You start you you lose once you get out of when you get kicked out of the club, the River Oaks Community Club. Can't get back in. It's hard to get Damn, back in, bro. Man. Hard to get back in. Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know you work. I know you're working on the project. Hey, man. I had I had a lot of I had, a, I had my fingers on a couple of different pies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had, I had my pies. I had pies, and then I had my fingers in them, and then I was moving, maneuvering around the pies. But you know, I don't want to stretch my fingers out too much because yeah. I'm not warmed up. But yeah, make sure you wash your hands after. Oh, of course, because you don't want to catch anything. You don't want to catch any coronavirus on no on Valentine's Day. That's the one thing you don't want. No, especially uh, if you're hanging around with somebody named Corona and shit too. So, <laughs> young coronavirus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit, but man, I, I think we have come toward the end of our, our journey here, gentlemen. Mrs. B. Rob is home and whatnot. She snuck up on me an hour early. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, she come up in here because, like, you know, usually if I'm in here recording, I hear that little door. It has a signature squeak when it swing open. It was one of the kids poking in here trying to see what I'm doing. And I turn around. She's standing in there staring at me. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? And I I didn't know what kind of stare that was because I know it wasn't an angry stare because it would have been more of a glare. But it was kind of like a look. And I didn't know it was the sexy time music was oh, in head okay well then yeah let's get you out of here is that how every show ends <laughs> no <laughs> i, I, I kind of <laughs> that'd be a great end to every show though like hey you know mrs b rob is looking at you know it's time for me to go yeah man <laughs> it's that time guys time, time Shit, to i don't, I don't know if i want that all the time because i mean well I mean, that that, that. yeah but like if she's looking at me it could be a num- number of things i forgot to take the trash out or something i didn't go to the store and pick up something so i don't well, know it's time, I, it's time to wax his ass that makes it better though like, i mean it could be a dick bag so every time she looks just like oh yeah well I took the trash out, so I'm going to get yelled at later, guys. <laughs> 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 but, uh, Thanks for having us, Rob, man. It was a real pleasure, man. It's glad we finally got to do this. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but before you go, let everybody know where they can find y'all on social media. Yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at State Your Take. Uh, we also have a playlist on Spotify. It's the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. And as when is this going up for you? Um, this will be out. Well, fuck it. I mean, I got some other stuff scheduled, but I can move it around. Fuck it. It'll come out tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well, then by the time people hear this, 
the store, the merch store, the state your take store, the official store will be up. Oh, what's it called? It's the, it's the official state your take store. Is that I, the name? Yes, that's the name. I it's couldn't think name? of it. I couldn't think of anything more. Oh clever. man, that sounds like such a bad idea when I said it though. It is a bad idea. Yeah. I, I'm not happy with it, but okay. it was the only thing that I could think of uh, at the time because I had been up uh, since ten o'clock yesterday gotcha. working on it. I haven't slept at all. I mean, no, I'm I appreciate all the work that you put in for listen, it. Listen, man, listen. I get all that. I'm just saying though. You win this it. round, okay? Mm-hmm. But for for future reference, just store. just know I only want good ideas from you. No I bad ideas. Look, man. All right. Uh, and that's the name of the store. But that's the name of the store. You can you can find the link. The link will be on our um, our Instagram account. So you can just go to our Instagram account at State Your Take and find the link there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got some. We'll have some T-shirts and some hoodies and some stuff up there for you guys to uh, support support us with. Yeah. yeah, and it'll also be in the show description, which I am an advocate of. God damn it! This show oh, is you not do the just show description. This this show is not just audio. It's freaking visual. <laughs> In the reference of words and shit in literature, motherfuckers. You want people to read? I want people to read what they are. I want to read. I know. I know. I got to get better with the show uh, descriptions. It's just so much, what, man. It's well, just, nah, I mean, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's just a personal thing for me, though, because, like, if I'm listening to a podcast, I mean, it's audio or whatever, and I just kind of hate to, like, all right, you can follow me on Twitter at 3R Show and somebody, like, doing something else while they got the podcast playing it was like what was that again and they got to go back and rewind and all kind of shit i said just scroll down to the show description it's right there <laughs> well you know what that's on them that's on them if they're not paying attention if they don't find you interesting enough to pay attention to what true. you're saying true. while they listen to you and that's on them true i say i say ah fool. i but, say fool. but I, at the same time but at the same time you know we, we but at the same time you, you we already talked about we're trying to get on the level to where this can be viable income and you know put us in position to do greater things i don't give a damn if they play this shit in the background and don't listen because that's padding my numbers <laughs> all right rob i don't need you to use your logic against me all right this is not what i came on here for i came here to state my take no matter how wrong or 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 you know ridiculous it may be okay true, true don't use logic against me okay i'm sorry i'm gonna put the logic back in the box now that's what i thought yeah right. i guess uh, i guess he's lying for me though so all right so all right I get too got, much logic from it. you got state your take on instagram state your take on twitter we got the state your take store coming up and state your take list on spotify and in i like just find state your take wherever your fine podcasts are downloaded for free and find them yep. at um a fine burger establishment with condoms on <laughs> uh, yes and this could be an also in the merch store yeah condoms Condoms. Yeah, grab that. No, I'm just kidding. We should have condoms. I uh, know. I'm not. I was, I, was half, I was half kidding. We should make condoms. I was half kidding because one no, of my education was that we should do the work condoms. No, we should make, we should make condoms. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> TMTM, state your take. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. But as always, yes, any guest that's been on the Random Rounds with Rob, uh, freaking the door is always open for you to come back to plug your nets, adventure, your next. Uh, financial venture and whatever else it is maybe your condoms tmtm state your take and oh yeah uh yeah you're always welcome to come back thank you rob we appreciate that man and that was ed and a a ron <laughs> aaron from the state your take podcast and i hope you enjoyed this episode with those gentlemen we got a lot of insights and everything and um it is interesting to hear how they um friendship 
formed this uh, thing and this thing is turning into a brand and possibly some condoms. <laughs> but anyway, great to have them on local Houston podcasters um, looking to carve their niche into this random world of podcasting that we have weaved into and whatnot. State your take on all platforms and uh, look out for that merch store, which the link will be in the show description. A couple things before I head out and do my um, well, fuck it. I'll, I'll just get my, my shit out the way real quick because I got some things I want to say before I head out. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Hey, you want to come on in? Oh, you ready to go? I thought we was ready to go. Well, you can help me uh, close out the show. I was just closing it out. Thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs> okay, you Russell Simmons now? <laughs> I want to thank you for coming out. God bless and good night. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, I, five seconds. Well, a little more than that, and I'll be done. Okay. Can I, can I have a kiss on air? Excuse me, can you Can I have a kiss on air? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that was fake. <laughs> They don't know. They don't know. I know. (laughs) It's my integrity. (laughs) Like I was saying, I wouldn't say rudely because you kissed me. Okay, don't don't do that. (laughs) But um, as I was saying, uh, you can find me on Twitter at three R Show. You can find me on Instagram at the three R Show, and you can find me on YouTube. Um, search 3R Show. There's two of them on there. There's the Random Rams with Rob and there's 3R Show. 3R Show has the most recent stuff and um, I'm be pulling some um, more legacy footage from the original uh, YouTube page because I think it's cluttered and all kind of overgrown like some weeds and grass and everything. So I'm just picking pool what I like from there and I'm going to bring over to the new YouTube and everything. And for everything that I've forgotten and missed, you can find on Random Rob dot com which to also on randomrob.com you can find many different ways to support the show you can find merchandise and you know like this beanie right here you know this is cool man especially if you know those uh colder climates and whatnot a beanie will do you good a warm your dome piece you especially if you're bald like me um you can find um a, my patreon to where i only have two tiers a dollar and ten dollars ten dollars if you want me to do work and give you some extra content i gladly do that and um the one dollar tier is just to show your support and you know it gets you a couple of cool free goodies 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 and uh things like that there also there's amazon links just uh click on it take it amazon buy things like you normally do and um you don't pay extra i get a little kickback for that there's also an amazon wish list on there there's a uh, little gadgets and tools that i would like to incorporate into the show and whatnot like my soundboard oh. surprise motherfucker yeah i got all that cool stuff and some other things so if you want to donate equipment to the show you could do that also if you want to just give me cash straight up one time no strings attached i got my paypal my freaking um cash app and all that stuff on there and um what else uh that's about it uh sponsors you can go to hooks rubs and spices dot and you can find some good old treats i ain't got nothing with me here like i have my merch and whatnot but um you get some hooks rubs and spices and you get 15 percent off your order if you use promo code three no 
damn it, I fucked up. <laughs> if you use promo code random, I've been saying it for so long, but if you use promo code random at uh, Etsy.com, when you look up hooks, rubs, and spices, you get your order 15% off. Also, you can go to poddex.com and get you um, 10% off your order if you use the promo code random. I don't have any cars on me right now, so I can't... Um, give you that visual aid right now because I am recording my outro and everything because I got some things I wanted to say and it also should be documented on video form for the other social media outlets that I have but uh, poddex.com is a great tool for your podcasting tool box you know it's for rookies and pros alike help you uh, keep the show random and uh, you can get 10% off your order if you use promo code random on poddex.com and also you can see the, my face right now because you hear the soft and sensual music Mrs. B-Rob just left the room but she's probably outside and wondering why I'm talking so low and in my sexy talk voice which is not the same sexy talk voice that she get whenever we get busy but anyway you can get a free order from bluechew.com your first order only if you use promo code code random i'm not gonna get into it like i did on the last couple episodes but uh get your first order for free if you interested in uh bigging up your manhood if you know what i'm saying making your your limp thing hard again see you got some visual representation and whatnot but yeah go to bluechew.com b-l-u-e-chew.com and uh get you your first order free only pay five dollars shipping all right that's enough of that but anyway this is what i wanted to say this is what i really wanted to get to that's why we got video documentation of this i hold in my hand right now i'm gonna put it up to the camera here in a second which which was once an idea which was once a dream which has become a reality you know i mean i have met plenty of people um, during the duration of this podcast, I've met many people during my duration in military service and just in life in general. And, you know, I've heard a lot of ideas and dreams from many of different people and whatnot. But what I hold in my hand is a reality. Oh, it's upside down. Black Rambo ammo. The homie did it. He took his dream. He took his idea and he made it into a physical product uh, that I hold in my hand right now that is out in the world for purchase. So this is physical proof. This is evidence that if you have a dream or an idea and you pursue it, you put, you know, you put your time and sometimes you, you're going to put your money into it as well, that your dreams can be a reality. So until he gets his uh, website situation straightened out because BlackRamboAmmo.com is live. It is up right now, but you just can't take any online orders. But if you're here in the Houston, Texas area, you can get you some Black Rambo ammo at HTX Tactical here in Houston. And um, I think Boyard Shooting Range or Shooting Center or something like that. They have some cases of Black Rambo ammo so go support your dude man because i mean just like all of us we have dreams and ideas and everything this man had one that he made a reality so i mean you gotta give props and respect for something like that 
So big shout outs to the homie Black Rambo. And a uh, big shout out to HDX Tactical for having some on deck for me to get my hands on and everything. And a new 9mm pistol that Mrs. B Rob doesn't know about. But if she sees this video, <laughs> she'll probably figure it out here pretty soon. Anyway, um, that's all I really got. There's uh, one more thing I need to say to everybody. If in, in reference to support to this podcast and any podcast, that you listen to. I know I talked about, you know, merchandise and all this other stuff and spending your money, which I know is difficult sometimes, but you don't have to do that. The most important thing that you can do for this podcast and any other podcast that you listen to is like, subscribe, retweet, share, download, listen, and write those reviews. Those are very much important to the life and the longevity of many podcasts. So if you could, Wherever you listen to the podcast, write a review and leave that constructive criticism. You know what the fuck I'm saying. Anyway, and also I ask of you one more thing that is totally free. If you can go to Apple Podcast and leave a, a review for the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. As we sit right now, I'm at 92 reviews my goal is to reach 100 reviews by march 29th which is my birthday that is your birthday gift to me 100 reviews so we're only eight reviews away from that goal and i would very much appreciate it if you can help me reach that by march 29th your birthday present to me for my birthday is to get me to 100 reviews if you want to go beyond that i'm very appreciative too but 100 is my goal that's my dream that i want to bring into reality so that's it. That's all I got. And uh, I'll see you next time. Oh, hello. Is this Rob? Rob, this is your mother. Yeah, you stupid. You stupid, Rob. You're so random. Walk around Rama. Everything is so funny. Maybe you're not so funny. Maybe you're stupid. Maybe I like to touch you. Huh? I got a bigger dick of bone appeal. You want to come and hang out? Come on, I got candy. Candy inside of my, uh, it's in my, my, my penis. You have to grab it. Want to grab it? You can only use your mouth. Bye, Rob.